Blog Talk Radio. There was a time I was so afraid, so scared to do what I wanted. In looking back, I can see all the mistakes that I made, and I wish that I could talk to me and tell me I can change. Don't be afraid. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, Safe Recovery. This is Monica Richardson, and I am your host. Tonight is November 29th, 2017. I decided to do a quick short show about sexual harassment, 13-stepping in AA, and would you like to come forward and speak out? The time is now. The Harvey Weinstein scandal, followed by the Kenneth, Ken, um, Kevin Spacey, uh, and then they just, you know kind of the onslaught of Louis C.K. and uh, it's last year we had Roger Ailes and Bill O'Reilly fired and then Matt Lauer was fired this morning or yesterday. I think the interesting thing with Matt Lauer is I remember watching him interview Lindsay Lohan a few years back and he was so, he was such an ass. He was really condescending. He treated her like a 13-year-old and I think she was in her mid-20s talking down to her and all kinds of stuff. So um, then the other thing is uh, Corey, I think it's Corey, not Corey Feldman, yeah, he finally came forward and he was on Dr. Oz and spoke about who uh, sexually molested him and I think uh, the other Corey, his best friend who sadly died, I believe it was last year. So one of the things that I see happening, um, well, first I want to put a great shout-out to Elizabeth who wrote the piece for Vice and interviewed me and a group of other people, is that then this other person who is actually in AA and you know makes her a living telling her drunk along story and all that, but you know actually was like um, so upset that she wanted to put a, a petition, and um, but the but the interesting thing about the comments both on her page and I'm not going to mention her name, is that there was so much support for outing, uh, for protecting victims and standing with them, even with people that, I mean, I don't know everybody, uh, people that were on her friend page who disagreed with her and felt like people needed to be outed and it, this is the time and stop defending the predator and, um, and what's your part in it and all this other stuff. Uh, so I, I really saw a real shift in culture. And I know absolutely no, 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 that it is because of the Harvey Weinstein um, 
sex scandal and the whole flooding of the gates that have opened that this has made even the untouchable AA um, no longer untouchable. And I think it's really important, it's really interesting that if I were to have made my film now, I would have really talked about the abuse of power more and that 13-stepping, so even using the euphemism that's used in AA, it's really sexual harassment. And there's always been, there's lots of levels to AA where people try to uh, say that, you know, um, well, it's not in the workplace. And yet we see that with the women that were in Hollywood, like, so they were sent, you know, I mean, they weren't working for Fox or for Warner Brothers, maybe at the time they went on an interview, and yet still the harassment, um, the key is still in place. I think we'll see as things come out. Uh, I know that um, Gloria Allred is uh, representing some people. Oh, yeah, from, I almost forgot the Bill Cosby thing. That was a pretty big watershed. But even even him, it took like 40, 50 women to come forward, and then there were like two or three specials to let these women air their grievances, and many of them were so long ago that their statue of limitations are up. And why is there a statue of limitations for rape? I mean, that's a really good question. Needs to be changed. One of the things that I that we saw with CNN that did a special, I think it was like a week ago, was we all found out what was going and going on in Washington all these years, which explains to me why they all look like these. Like, why are this like fat white cats? Why does it look like the old boys club? Well, it looks like that because they've had made these special rules for themselves and encourage you to call your senators, and uh, I do plan on calling every woman who is in the Assembly and in the in the House and in the Senate and asking them to make sure that uh, there's a bill that repeals this and that the, anyone, male or female, who has been sexually harassed, who works um, in any of those buildings, gets to treat, be treated like, you know, what, what's 20th Century Fox has to do and what Time Warner has to do and um, NBC um, handling things really quickly and fast. I think some of them, you know, really the stepping, the, the turning off of, not turning off of um, House of Cards, but, you know, him uh, for Kevin Spacey, who was really quite an arrogant ass, uh, never was a fan of him personally. Uh, definitely, um, anyway. So the part of calling a spade a spade, calling sexual harassment what it is in AA, it is, that is what it is when somebody is hitting on somebody who is either a lot younger or somebody who is obviously more vulnerable, somebody who thinks that there should be trusting these people. You know what I mean? And they think that, well, you know, I'm in AA, so, uh, you know, I um, this is different. We're, you know, and part of the problem is that there's this thing that they that, that they now say at the end of, most meetings, well, you know, maybe not the old women's meeting that I used to go to. We didn't say it like, who you hear here and what you hear here, or let it stay here, here, here. That, you know, that kind of stuff really is very confusing. And the other thing is that, you know, there are people when they come to AA that sometimes their families are not talking to them and they're angry at them. And, you know, there is just nothing... That they're, you know, nobody's given them a hug and told them, you know, I love you. Uh, we have families that are not even in AA who are bullying their children, their adult children. Maybe your spouse is doing this to you. And 
So when they come to AA and people are like all friendly and hugging you and we understand you and only, oh yeah, only we know, you know, what uh, what it's like and all that kind of stuff. Well, it, it certainly they are not the only person, you know, who knows what, what it's like. Uh, and I, I just think that it's really super, super important for with, we're at a time, we're at a watershed moment. If you're out there and you want to talk to me, please contact me at make aa safer at gmail.com that's make m a k e a a safer s a f e r at gmail.com it's a little easier than me um everybody hit me up on facebook which is okay you could find me on monica richardson there's a singer monica it's better if you get me through the one where it shows the poster of my film the 13 step um i highly recommend that you read um, you know, some of the articles that Gabriel Glaser wrote, if you, you know, need to deprogram, maybe you have some family that needs help deprogramming. Now, um, I want to talk about the whole sexual harassment thing and how we can piece this together that it is, in fact, their AA is a 501c3. Now, in meetings nowadays, because of insurance, a lot of meetings have to show um have to have liability insurance. I don't know if they go to their local you know a a uh, and their districts and stuff and they get this a piece of paper. but I do know that um if you are in a public building, uh, you might need something so those places have insurance the buildings do like say the v a um on the corner of Culver and Overland in Culver City that there are meetings in there, but what if something happened in there? Who's responsible? Would you sue Culver City um, if you warned Culver City about what was going on in there? And then, I mean, I don't know about those meetings over there. They seemed pretty benign, but um, one never knows, right? And what about the uh, Jewish synagogue where the Pacific Group, some 600 people meet? Those neighbors really have wanted to get that meeting out of there for years uh, they have people standing there trying to keep people quiet, uh, you know, the dropping off and picking up that whole thing. It's really, uh, it's, it would be nice the day that that meeting is gone from there. I'm sure the, the neighbors would love it. But basically saying that if you are being sexually harassed, here's what I would say to do. Um, see if there's anybody supportive in your meeting. You know, if there's not... Please write to me and tell me what's going on in you know a really quick synopsis. The next thing would be go to the church or if it's in a chase building, wherever the meeting is, and you know try like try to keep records of this and tell them what happened and you know I mean people we have another journalist that's going to write a piece about this um piece of another piece of the puzzle separate from the piece that's on vice tonic that Elizabeth Brown wrote. Uh, that came out, uh, I think it was a couple weeks ago now. Uh, there's another uh, news platform that's going to investigate. So what you want to see is if anything happens, like I said, you first make a complaint to the people. And you can document, like say, you, you know, if, you, if somebody tells you, oh, you know, what's your part in it, you could start to film them on your phone, you know, as evidence that, you know, they're telling you, especially if you are, if they're telling you, oh, you know, well, there's nothing we can do about it. Say, yeah, like if you're a secretary, if you're a coffee maker, if you're a greeter, if you're a leader, if you're a literature person, if you're a general service rep, that um, you're now working for the nonprofit organization, the huge, huge 
institution of Alcoholics Anonymous, you are now working for them as a volunteer. And so the, the workplace sexual harassment laws go into play. And this is the piece of the puzzle that everybody needs to just say, wow, that's right. Now, at each level, Alcoholics Anonymous, you, you know, you have New York, you have, your, you have the Pacific region, you have your, your region, you have your district. Then I would actually call, um, so if that goes nowhere, uh, I would file, could you file a report where you could go to the police, uh, depending how bad it is. Um, and if somebody try, and I know that in Los Angeles, because of this huge problem, uh, there was a really nice piece in the LA Times about they've set up a special uh, squad. There's uh, three teams of detectives specializing in taking all complaints, even if they're uh, the time is over. And what this means is that before, when women and men went to report a rape. That they were well, as such as a limitations is up. Well, the problem is, is that what if there's 40 women that the, the statute's up, but but it's one guy has raped 40 women seven years ago. Well, the likelihood is he's still raping, you know, he's still raping people, women. And um, there are men who rape men and women who rape women in the gay community. Things are very bad. Um, I heard a story recently where. Um, you know, I heard gay meetings, I heard this years ago, were just terrible with everybody, had slept with everybody, and, you know, it's just one big fuck fest, and it's, some people really, some people die behind it, it's, the younger you are, the worse, but, you know, it can happen at 40, you can have something be victimized, and it be just as traumatic. Uh, I am Monica Richardson, uh, I am the filmmaker for The 13th Step, and I'm going to have a series of uh, new people on, um, we're looking to have Zach Rhodes on very soon. Um, I was interviewed by uh, Chris Ponte, P-A-N-T-E, out of uh, the, um, the Boston area. Uh, no, I think I was in Massachusetts. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that is Boston area. Uh, anyway, and, um, you know, I think that uh, it, is, it is the time. I think that if you were willing to be filmed uh, by Skype or we could... Uh, record the conversation uh, as we put together uh, all of the people who have been harmed um, and we starting with as low as, I'm sorry to say it this way, but sexual harassment would be, you know, um, lewd remarks and, um, you know, the innuendos and the disgusting um, gestures hand to mouth that uh, has been reported to me along with groping and touching, assault, all the way to rape. And um, so I think that uh, any serious abuses of power uh, go along with uh, very often some of this other stuff, which I certainly know about. And I think that uh, it is just, it is the time. It really is the time. The One of the ones that I thought was really incredible, if you go on to leavingaa.com, there is a story there that was the uh, the district attorney for downtown Los Angeles. These are big um, uh, criminal criminal lawyers, defense lawyers, two women, and there was a payout. Their boss sexually harassed them. Uh, of course, the uh, the whole uh, what do you call it? Not the trial. I don't think there was a settlement for seven hundred thousand dollars in settlement. Beth Silverman and Tanaz Mokayev, 
came forward in uh, 2015. It's some quite incredible reading. The story is by Matt Hamilton. And um, the prosecutors, the district attorney's office, a lot of harassment. The board of supervisors approved the settlement Tuesday. Uh, details of how the money would be divided up. But, uh, you know, he is gross. This dude, man, he is gross. Uh, and, um, you know, it is really, it kind of explains to me when I went downtown to the courthouse and there, you know, the the head judge there wanted nothing to do with exposing, well, in stopping court ordering violent and sex offenders. You know, he didn't want to talk to me. He was just like, well, you know, we're not interested. It's like, what do you mean you're not interested in stopping that? That's just completely outrageous. Uh, you know, I think that it is time, uh, which I've already said, you know, 10 times here, sorry, um, but that this is, there's just so much, so much going on that we can't keep up with it. Like if we were to make a list of all the people that have been um, accused of sexual, you know, harassment and way more, um, oh my God, so it's so funny when sometimes what people, what people put up there on Facebook, you know what I mean? Anyway, uh, uh, there is a great piece that's on Tonic. I would just say Tonic Vice if you put into Google AA, Vice, sexual assault in AA. The piece comes up, and you know, just please share it. Please, please share it uh, wherever you can. And then um, I'm going to be making some cards. Uh, probably I'll order them tonight. That's um, the Make AA Safer Project. Were you sexually harassed or assaulted by an AA, NA, or OA member? Um, are you ready to speak out? And then it's got my my Gmail. Um, we will not tell you what's your part in it. We will listen and we will help you get justice. And um, I'm going to make these cards and then if you would, anybody out there would like to participate and pass out these cards in your area, uh, you can contact me at makeaasafer at gmail.com. And uh, they're also, uh, let me see, um, they make AA Safer Pamphlets, Posters, and Workshops is a radio show that I did, uh, I think it was a really long time ago. And that, it's also showed the activism that I did along with other people uh, who did this kind of work. Let me see here. Um, I'm just looking at some of the stuff on. So I really like these cards. I just kind of started to put them together and... Um, Really simple, really fresh and clean, and blah blah blah. Sorry. Um, so the thing that I I feel that there were people who wouldn't wouldn't come forward five six years ago, and now are feeling empowered and feel like this just can't go on anymore. I think that it is such a great great time to. Uh, because AA was, everybody always considered it to be something else. Like, it's like, and I'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, that you think that it's a different thing. 
that you can't go after Alcoholics Anonymous. I mean, even the fact that this chick who is a performer and a writer um, is like, you can't, oh my God, that you can't touch them, you can't do this. And I'm like, yeah, you can. You totally can go after Alcoholics Anonymous. I mean, I'm glad that they released, so they had like a letter that they uh, sent out in January of 2017. And then in July, there was somebody in the group that told me that they had a safety card. And that's good. It's still quite a bit of a joke, though, to be honest. It is not, um, you know, it's very, very soft. And there's a lot of blaming, victim blaming still going on. But I have a feeling that those people who were who were still in AA are, are that the, the tune has changed. I just really think that the tune has changed, and that people are they are just not. It's just not the same. It's not the same as before Harvey Weinstein. This is the great thing about this moment in time, and I am so so. Uh, grateful and uh, appreciative um, of the first women that came forward, and that includes the women who took on the really one of the biggest bullies that we had on television, which was uh, Bill O'Reilly, and to shut him up, and uh, Roger Ailes, who, you know, he died. He quickly died after he was the founder of Fox uh, News and stepped down. Uh, Bill O'Reilly was uh, in really horrific, horrific and uh, so he, that one was a big deal. I think that, uh, I don't know what's going to happen with the Bill Cosby deal, but, you know, we have our own A.A. Uh, Harvey Weinstein in uh, in Los Angeles, and I think that if you were a member of the Pacific Group and you were harmed in any way and you want to come forward, and also if you want to speak to a journalist and want to remain anonymous, I think that's possible now. That's not always possible. Sometimes, well, I don't know. It seems like it's possible now. Um, I think it is better if you're willing to name your name. But you know, if you don't, there's always, there's always, you know, this this new time here, new time where things have changed, and that is a very good thing. Um, I am thinking about doing some new shows that will have uh, some fresh and new people on as well as some of my old friends where we, we will look at some of the shows that were most popular and what do you you know, need to do to deprogram? Uh, what do you need to do if you were sexually assaulted, harassed, or groped and you now want to come forward but you think, oh, you know, what happened so long ago? Well, what I would say to that is exactly, if you want to take a look at this story, uh, let me see where the story is. The story is, um, let me see. the story is, I believe it's on my Leaving a, a blog, where, let me see, there's the Vice story. Oh, the Law and Order SVU episode was fantastic. That was a couple of weeks ago. Um Oh, well, this was a new one. Alcoholics Anonymous sponsor in 2015 commits unwanted sexual acts. Um, this man of Osage is accused of committing sexual acts against the will of a man while acting as the man's Alcoholics Anonymous sponsor in 2015. 
And in the other case, Rhetoreth was found guilty in August of sexual abuse, attempted murder, and solicitation to commit murder. Investigators say he planned to kill the victim with the poison ricin after the man reported sexual abuse to the authorities. Whoa. That was on November 7th. Uh, that happened in uh, Iowa. Jesus. New trial is up there, coming up there. And uh, sexual harassment. Let me see what the, we, we have the one about the, the lawyers, county prosecutors, downtown L.A. reported on that. Um, let's see, we have about what Alcoholics Anonymous is worth. It's like $22 million uh, from 2015 tax return. Uh, their assets were $22 million. Let me see. Um, well, I can't find it right now, the other story that I was talking about. But uh, it is, it's just, hmm, it's all over the place. And um, we have about five minutes left of the show. So again, you can reach me at makeaasaver at gmail.com. If you would like to be on the show, if you're a professional of any kind, that uh, if you're a PhD, you know, this is like a separate issue here, but if you work with trauma, if you work with people who um, have suffered from uh, being victimized sexually, um, raped or assaulted, or uh, any kind of childhood issues that you want to reach out to me, and um, be on my show as my guest. I'm open to meeting new people. So that's makeaasafer at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on Facebook as Monica Richardson. Just I do try to check all my groups. Um, if you're out there and you need to be part of a group, I have a deprogramming from AA or any other 12-step group. Uh, you have to ask. Please answer questions that we have there. Have a leaving AA community, but the leaving AA group is better because it's a closed group and you can start your own topics, which um, I, I didn't realize when I first started it. I wouldn't have created a community. I would have just gone for the group. Okay, then there's another group called Say No to AA for a DUI or professional extortion. That's a public group. There's 144 members in there. That's an important one. Um, let me see which one did I just do. Uh, I think that was the Say No. The next one is Expose AA. Alcoholics Anonymous Activism. There's 275 members in that group. Again, that's a closed group, but and, and I like it that way because people can post, you know, their own things that they want to put in there. But yet, it's not. It's private to the world. You can't see. It's not a private group, right? Um, and then there's Families for a Sensible Drug Policy. is a very good group I belong to. And then we have Make AA Safer, Make Alcoholics Anonymous Safer Activism. And, um, you know, this is uh, where I post things that maybe are a little bit more relative to people that might still be in AA but want to, um, you know, do some activism. I want to thank you all for joining me for this really quick uh, little 30-minute podcast that I did. And I am looking forward to having uh, Zach Rose on and a bunch of other people that I've been talking with and, you know, maybe do a few things that are not all about uh, this whole AA thing or even about addiction. Uh, if you are looking for help with family, uh, there's always CRAFT for families. CRAFT is a part of Smart Recovery. They have a really great workbook. Jeff Foote out of New York Center for Motivation and Change is a great resources 
um, as well as Andrew Tatarski, who has uh, the Center for Optimal Living, is a specialist in harm reduction. And then there's Barry Lesson, who works out of Pennsylvania, who also works in um, with families and young people. Uh, he works in uh, moderation techniques and I think harm reduction techniques. Very open to that. And then you have uh, Dr. Emily Cavell in Los Angeles and uh, Dr. Adi Jaffe out here. And then there's um, Ed Wilson and Mary Ellen Barnes. They have non-12-step help. And you have Tom Horvath, who has practical recovery and some art, sober living places as well. So I think that's it. Again, I'm Monica Richardson. You can watch the 13-step film on Amazon and Vimeo. My favorite is the Vimeo Cut. Amazon Prime is free for streaming. And please write a review. You can write it on Amazon, even if you watch the film on Vimeo. We always need um, the positive reviews. And I want to thank you once again for all of your support and everyone out there who tries to make a difference to expose the dark underbelly of Alcoholics Anonymous and bring the light of things like naltrexone and doing harm reduction and doing other things besides absence-based recovery. I'm Monica Richardson, and this is Blog Talk Radio Safe Recovery. Good night, everybody. We'll see you again soon. Take care.